Anybody excited about seeing Jesus? I want to look upon him as my Savior. I want to look upon him as my Redeemer. I want to look upon him as a day star that you got to shine down upon me when I was in that dark place. Hallelujah, God, I don't want to have to look upon him as my judge, as my condemner, as the one that's got to tell me forever, leave me and forsake me. I want to be able to look upon him as my Savior. What about it tonight? He could be everybody's Savior in this house tonight. He can put the law of his spirit in your body, in your soul, in your mind and make you the overcomer in the generation that we're living in. I wouldn't take nothing for it. All the trials and temptations and the battles in the world that we're living in even tonight. Hallelujah. The darkness, the corruptness, the hopelessness. We still got it. We got the answer. <laughs> we got the hope. Hallelujah. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, folks. There won't be no old people over there. Won't be no young people. Everybody's going to be the same. Won't have to worry about any man, any race. Won't have to worry about, amen, old Arthur. You won't have to worry about a bad back. You won't have to worry about bad knees. You won't have to worry about a devil. You won't have to worry about a light bill. You won't have to worry about any of those things. Hallelujah. All we got to do is rejoice and party and party and party and party. Singing a brand new song. Hallelujah. You talk about party. The world's eating up their party, but their party day's fixing to come to a close. And I just got to start. See, you can't talk like that in every church. They're so sanctified and so whatever. They'd offend it, but yet they'll go out and go to the bars and go to them places and party. Oh, we can't at church, man. Oh, if you want to party, if you want to dance, this is the place you ought to dance. If you're going to run, this is the place you ought to run. If you're going to get excited, this is the place to get excited about. Because there's something laying up for us. There's an inheritance that's laying up for us. And you don't have to worry about a man stealing it. You don't have to worry about the devil getting it. No moth eating it up or it rusting away. I'm telling you, it's there. It's a done deal. And if you and I just hang on to the walk, amen, and hang on for the ride, I'm telling you, we're going to make it. And it's all going to happen in a moment, in a twinkle of an eye. Hallelujah. When that, happen, that moment happens, hallelujah, I'm glad you're not going to see that little white Toyota truck parked on the corner of that old, that old cement parking lot out there. And I hope none of yours is not here either. And whoever wants to come and use these facilities, and they park whatever they want to on that cement. We won't need it any longer. Hallelujah. So whoever who's left can come and you can do with it whatever you want to. You can burn it down, plug it up, do whatever. You can take them those empty holes that's going to be in that old graveyard. That you can take them old empty holes in the old graveyard. And for the next thousand years or whatever, you can put and do whatever you want to with it. But oh, we're not going to need it any longer. We're not going to need it any longer. I don't need no truck. <laughs> much as I like that little old tractor. Hallelujah. I don't like it that much. Because I don't I won't need a tractor over there. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know if I'll be planting any grass, but if he allows us, that's okay. <laughs> I kind of got my I don't know. We'll we'll see. I leave that up to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who knows? Oh Hank may be. Well, dear hunters know what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> it's an exciting time to be living for the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. As you watch this puzzle come together. It's a time, amen, to sell out. It's a time, amen, to plug in and hook up and connect. Hallelujah, not to let not one single service go by without loving and worshiping and magnifying the Lord. That's the reason about you had to step out, miss. Some of us may not can run as fast as enough, but I'm going to tell you something. Did y'all notice something when you got enough of us out here? They couldn't run so fast. Hey, you get enough of us out here, Brother Quinn. All of us can join in. Hallelujah. Oh, the young, it don't make any difference. Let's think about it. Amen. Everybody, everybody, everybody. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. To save us, to save us, to save us. Amen. To bring us out on the other side. That's God's intent in this house to, to make you victorious in this service tonight. But you got to respond to it. You got to believe it. You know why blind Barnabas responded? Because he believed. He believed in that man he heard about. He believed in the stories. So he began to cry out. And as soon as he heard, he had his attention. Taking off these old beggar garments. The begging's over with. (laughs) The begging's over with. You don't read it anywhere in your Bible where he says to beg for anything, including the Holy Ghost. Or anything else. See, beggars are not real sure if they'll get it or not. Hey, I said we need to cockle that begging spirit that's got a hold of us. We ain't in the begging business. We in the demanding business. And God gives us a right to demand for that which is upright and holy and pleasing according to his will. Uh, I don't feel like begging tonight. That's where we don't beg people. We don't have cheerleaders. You know, you know, some churches went to that. They got cheerleaders up front now. You know, they, I mean, you know, that spirit of the world just slipped into them. But they can do it at ball games. I mean, they do it for God's. We'll get ours up here. I wonder if they dress like theirs. Well, you're talking about opening up some fights. <laughs> hey, I'm telling the truth now. Devil's doing everything he can to weave in. Hallelujah. But you know what? He's not going to do it here, Brother Tony. By the help of God, by the mercy of God, good men and good families like it's in this house. Hallelujah. We're going to hold on. Hallelujah. Because there's an inheritance that we're going to tame. And it's for a church that's made herself ready. I said it's for a church that's made herself ready. It's a church, amen, that hadn't begged their way in. But they asked and received and responded faithfully. Sister Hannah, did you believe me this morning? God's got one. I'm not trying to embarrass you. And I know you're embarrassed. I'm not trying to. You know I wouldn't do that for nothing. Right? We love you to death. Uh, but you know God's going to do it. Because he's God. <laughs> and he's already got his DNA, his chemistry, and everything just like it needs to be. So you don't worry about that. You just lift your eyes to God and say, man of God said it. I believe you prompted him. Hallelujah. You know what? That's enough for me. And you know what? I'm not begging for it. I'm not going to wrestle with it. Every time that devil comes to me and tries to tell me something different, you liar. you got two words for him. You lie. You're the father of lies and you're nothing but a liar. I'm going up. I'm going to be made whole. I'm going to be gay. Hey. I defy that spirit of widowness. Amen. We're trying to get hold of your mind. No, you're not going to be an old maid. Hallelujah. God's going to work. Hey, I tell you, God's going to work in Bendale, Mississippi. God's good pleasure to give us the desires of our heart. We're the upright and holy and acceptable unto the Almighty God.
many of you, how many of you like begging? We don't, even, we don't even want our grandchildren. We don't like that wine and stuff. Put all that wine and stuff. My goodness. Well, they need... Well, all I can tell you is I was raised in a generation you didn't do no whining. That's all I can say. And, and Daddy whipped me one time. That was enough. I didn't eat no more. But you know what? Mama wasn't no slouch. If you caught her just right, whatever was close by. She wasn't afraid of the government. <laughs> she wasn't afraid of authorities anyplace else. Hallelujah. Oh, no. Hallelujah. If you're going to whine, I'm going to give you something to whine. Amen. And pitch a fit about. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. We don't have any business coming in here like a bunch of whinies. Amen. And sucking on a pacifier. Hey, the pacifier is not even mentioned in the Bible. It mentions about a bottle, but it only gives you a season. Amen. To be on that bottle. The full intent of it is get weaned off the bottle. We have a desire. Amen. I don't want to stay on the bottle. I love milk now. I drink it. We drink it pretty regular. I got two, two granddaughters. I won't drink the chocolate milk. I couldn't. <laughs> Not because I don't want to. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I won't drink it up because they're drinking it so much. I mean, we buy enough. Amen. We put some in the refrigerator and put some in the deep freeze. I got something to back it up. <laughs> give it to them when they go to bed at night. And give it the first thing I want in the morning time. Where's my chocolate milk? <laughs> Hallelujah. That's where some of us need to be. Oh, yeah, God. I know you're working for me. I know you got something lined out for me already today. Hello, I know you got something you want me to accomplish. Something you want to achieve. Hey, I'm not going to sit back in the seat of age, sitting back here not doing nothing. No, no, I'm going to get up and I'm a child of God. I'm a child of the living God, too. Not just a child of a God. I'm a child of the living God. And the living God's on the proud, on the move to redeem and reconcile and give us revival and give us victory over every power of the enemy. How do you know that? Because the Word of God says it. Put him under your feet. Every serpent. Every dragon. Praise God. Now, you know what? I wouldn't make it a practice to put my feet on, on serpents. Dead or alive. Okay. I was here last night. and I'd went old fellowship hall and coming back. I took a picture. I was going to show it, send it to Brother Barry, but I didn't. Amen. I come out them doors, the lights weren't on. And so, but I haven't just looked to my left. I see something about that big round. And I'm not exaggerating. In fact, he's still laying back there. I can show you. About that big round, legs and all. Look around at that. I said, hmm. That looks like, that looks like the biggest spider I ever seen. So I walk over and, you know what you do? You go turn the lights on. I didn't go try to fight him in the dark. Huh? <laughs> oh, I'll preach it to us tonight. I'm not going to wrestle with you in the dark. Hallelujah. When any devil comes against me, the first thing I'm going to do is find my way to the light. Because when I get in the light, honey, I can knock his eyeballs out. Hallelujah. I can shut him down. But if I try to wrestle with him, amen, and beg with him and mess with him in the dark, hallelujah, I'm not going to win. But if I'm willing to run to the light and let what needs to be revealed in the light, hallelujah, I'm going to conquer this deal. 
Sure enough, when I flipped that light on him, ooh, look at that. I didn't even have my glasses on. Ha! Huh. I didn't go over barefooted. Oh, no. I made my way right in there. I first started stopped at the broom. I know you didn't expect all this, but anyway. But I decided, you know what? That broom handle ain't very big. It won't. So I went and got my shoe. Ha! Went back out there. One leg. Couldn't believe it. When I hit him, hey, that thing rolled over like that. He had a lizard about that long. He had caught and was killing. Never seen that in my life. Now that's, you know, that's a pretty good sized spider. Catch a lizard that long. He had him too. <laughs> so now they give you a little better idea. I wasn't a little CC. You wasn't just a little spider. Hallelujah. I figured when I get through the story, you'd get a better idea. Hallelujah. And I'm not exaggerating. Not, not one bit. Hallelujah. But you know what? Hallelujah. If you'll stay in the light, if you'll walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, if you'll walk in the spirit and not in the flesh, if you'll walk in the spirit, well, I don't know where to walk. Well, then I'd stand. I wouldn't walk nowhere. I'd just stop. Say, God, here I am. You're the day star that knows how to come to me and bring the light to me. You see me in my darkness. You see me. God, am I ignorant? That's unbeknowing, by the way, of what step to take now. But if you'll shine down upon me, I'll step where you want me to step, and I'll do what you want me to do. You can be seated. I'm going to preach for that a little bit, all right? Can I? I'm not going to be long. Thank you, singers. Brother Barry, all of you. We appreciate this church. We appreciate your response. Hallelujah. Unto the Lord, the presence of God. We are concerned. We want to see babies born. <laughs> Let me just be honest with you. I mentioned at the house between services today. I said, I just don't understand why somebody didn't get the Holy Ghost this morning. Well, that move of God, that move of the Holy Ghost. I'd respond. I'd, I'd move. I'd make, you know. If, especially if I didn't have the Holy Ghost. You know, I'd be wanting it. I'd be desiring it. Amen. To get a hold of me and get a hold of my spirit and get a hold of my heart. Let me, let me preach tonight. I'm going to preach a little thought. Hallelujah. It's not lengthy. Actually, the Lord changed direction. <laughs> right? I, I'd had a portion of this from yesterday. And then I got back here this evening and got to studying and doing. And all of a sudden, uh, this light thing come. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm sure the spider didn't have a whole lot to do with it. But, uh, you know, that's a good example. you got to turn the lights on. I mean, you know, if you go out there in the dark and you can just barely see him, it's kind of hard to hit him. But if you get the light on, call the Word of God, call Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, he can, he, he don't have no problem showing you where to put the crosshairs. Hallelujah. On that devil and take him out. That's spiritually speaking as well as any other way. Hey, I'm praying for the discernment of spirits like never before. And where you get a real insight of what's going on around us and what's, what's, what's in, in habitation, God, in this local assembly because we want revival. And if there's things that's hindering these little babies from getting hold, because I'm telling you, we got some young little kids coming up. They, they need the Holy Ghost. I mean, they high strung. They don't mind saying what to think and a lot of other good things. They need the Holy Ghost not only, amen, to help win others, but help keep themselves out of trouble. 
I'm just, I'm just being honest. They're going to have to have the help, the help, the help of the Holy Ghost in the world that we're living in in this day and time. So, so as we watch this, amen, because you know what? We're living in a very dark hour. We're living in a very hopeless times. People, amen, they're talking about some, and I don't know, I don't keep up with all the statistics, but some of them's telling it's different people, you know, is committing suicide and things of this, uh, that's going on with this pandemic deal and, and all the, the chaos and the trouble with the president's election. And, and they're all concerned. And boy, you had some coming to the store just this week. Word about no matter which way it goes. Hallelujah. There's going to be all kind of rioting going on. All kind of demonstrations of violence. And, and we're hoping it just don't happen in Mississippi. And things of that nature. But uh, it's subject to happen. And so we got to know how to respond to it. We know how to, how to, got to act upon it. Hallelujah. In a godly way. In a wholesome way. You know why? Because Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. And as long as he walked upon this, even in his own personal ministry, he was the light of the world. They didn't have the need of the Holy Ghost. They didn't have a need of another temple. They didn't have a need of nothing else because Jesus Christ was all they needed. And as long as they could make their way to him, they could find miracles and wonders and signs. As long as he showed up at the funeral, there wouldn't be a funeral. As long as he showed up with fevered brows and stepped in the house, the fevered brow would be taken care of. And so that has a change as a church. Amen. We are the light of the world. their hope in this dark hour. Amen. With all the turmoil and troubles with an attack of drugs and alcohol and broken homes and broken lives and all kind of things. But you know what? We're the light. You and I are the ones. Amen. Through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That can make the difference for the outcome of these individuals. As we, we look at them and, and witness to them and, and do our best. That some of this I could I don't know if I'll take the time or not. Amen. Tied it into our Sunday school lesson. We had a real powerful Sunday school lesson this morning. We only covered about a third of it, if that much. Amen. But go back and read that. Hallelujah. If sin's a problem in your life, hallelujah, I'm going to tell you what. Stir up the, if you got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> well, you can take that for what it's worth. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you the law of the Spirit, which is the Holy Ghost. And if we walk in it, we won't sin. John made that clear now. You get on even to those first, second, third Johns with his writings over there. Amen. If we'll walk in it, we'll walk in it. Hallelujah. We won't sin. We won't, it won't be a, a common thing and a normal thing about sinning. Hey, we got doctrines out there with people now that think they can sin a little bit and lie a little bit and things of that nature. I had somebody call me the other day and want me to pray for somebody in a certain situation, want me to go talk to somebody, and they just got through telling me how they lied to somebody, told them they was here and they wasn't there and all this other stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now, hallelujah, I'm going to tell you something. God is not going to bless until we get ready, amen, to be honest and upright. I'm kidding what? My prayers is just going to waste time. Hallelujah. Because you know what? God does not have to respond. You've got to come clean with God. You've got to come upright with God. You can't be telling your little white lies and then, hey God, we need you to bless this and move on this and to do this. No, no. Nothing with you telling your wife. What the first thing I need to do is repent. Get myself right. And then I can ask God to help me out with this other problem. But see, they all believe it. Just tell them little lies. It don't matter. It'd be all right. You can just tell. But you can't tell just a little white lie. You can't exaggerate. You don't have to exaggerate for God. God's big enough to handle everything. Amen. If we're willing to be a light and reflection of him, he's big enough to do it. So anyway, I didn't mean to get on that rabbit. But, but watch what really begins to happen. Amen. And I'm going to try my best to pull some of this together. And, and I apologize for just letting. But I don't have many pages. Amen. About three. Uh, I think, yeah, three pages. So it ain't going to take me long at all. John 8 and 12, you don't have to stand. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that fathereth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The light of 
life. A lot of people's looking for life. They're looking for means and ways to overcome in life and to be victorious in life. And you know what? All the answers is in the Word of God. All the answers is in the house of God. All the answers, amen, is whenever you, you build a fellowship and a relationship with God Almighty Himself. That's where life is really at. That's where the hope of life, the energy of life, hallelujah, comes from. It comes from God. It comes from the Holy Ghost. It'll energize you and equip you, amen, and help you be victorious over the, the, the powers, the enemy, every weapon that's formed against you shall not prosper. The Bible says, hallelujah, you get suited up with the whole armor of God and put on that whole armor, amen, and his righteousness and his helmet of salvation and gird up the loins of your mind, hallelujah, the hope of salvation, hallelujah, which is another term you can use, the hope of deliverance. Hey, I'm looking to be delivered out of this place. How about you? I'm looking to be delivered out of that old grave one day. I'm looking, amen, to meet the Lord in the cloud on that day. Hey, I believe in that. Just like I believe, amen, you know, a lot of people say that a whale couldn't swallow Jonah, but I beg the difference with you. God created a fish, a great fish, and that's why that fish, amen, swallowed Jonah. And Jonah, amen, was in that belly of that old whale for three days until he got ready to spew him out. I just believe it. So I'm going to believe this other. But you know what? He's coming back. Coming back after bride that's made herself ready. And so if you don't mind, let me just preach a little bit here. Hallelujah. Because I think it's just as important to make sure where the light's coming from. Okay? So, so watch this. Psalms 18 and 28 says, For thou will light my candle. Talking about the Lord. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. So we see, and there's times in our lives, anybody ever found yourself in a dark place after the Holy Ghost? Not sure what to do and what direction. We're going to find ourselves in times like that. But you know what? He's, he's the light. He's the light. Psalms 97 11 says, Light is shown for the righteous and gladness for the upright. In heart, light is shown for the righteous. Whenever you, you and I hunger and thirst after righteousness, the Bible says we'd be filled. But not only that, watch this. When you and I desire and have a passion, God, we want to do this right. We want to do it righteous. You know what? He'll give us light and how to respond to that circumstance or that situation. It doesn't matter how small it is. It doesn't matter how big it is. It doesn't matter how an urgency it might be. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God will light, give us light. Amen. And how to respond to that. How how to act upon that, how to handle that, amen, that will represent him and give him glory and give him praise. Isaiah 50 and 10 goes like this. Who is among you that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, that walketh in darkness and hath no light? Watch this. Listen to this last part. You're going to answer. Let him trust in the name of the Lord and stay, which means rely upon his God. When we're there in those places and we have to walk in the dark, you know what? We're going to rely upon the Lord. Hallelujah. To be a light. Amen. To be a help. Hallelujah. To be a comfort. Give us counsel and direction. Hallelujah. We're in a dark world tonight. A lot of people don't know if they ought to go to church or not. Some people go to work, but they can't come to church. Some people do other things. Amen. Man, you know things they want to do. You know, a lot of it really depends on if you want to or not. If you want to bad enough, you'll take your chance. That's the truth. If you really want to do something, you'll take your chance. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, some people go fishing, they go places. Hey man, they'll push snakes out of the way and stuff like that. <laughs> I have never reached that place now. <laughs> I mean, we was hunting one time, remember, at Oak Duck Pond. Hey man, they went around that brother queen. You might have been one of them. You remember that? Well, yeah. Y'all was a better man than I was. I wouldn't have pushed not the first marches out of the way. Them stands have been left open. I'd have walked back up to the highway, called Mr. Keith. I said, Mr. Keith, sorry, man, there's snakes in there. Them, them stands going to be open. Hallelujah. I don't have enough shells to kill all these snakes. 
Praise God, they're not a buck in there big enough, and none of y'all don't own a dog. It's, it's popular enough, amen, for me to go in there. That's the way I'd have just been. That's just me. Hallelujah. I'm not going to wait in a bunch of bunch of stuff. I mean, you're asking to get bit. That's like handling snakes. Talked to my son-in-law this week. I said, hey, you got any churches up there? He said, yeah, I got some of them snake handling churches. I said, man, just go in there and sit at the back door. He got a life. I said, but, you know, I don't know. They may bring them in the back door. I don't know where they are. I don't know. They got them caged up there, and, you know, the service gets just right to get them out. I don't know. But, you know, I'd go one time. Now, they'd know not to bring one close to me. They'd find that out quick. They can call it unbelief. They can call it what they want to. But I believe I can put enough fear in them that they won't bring it. Uh, let me see about your faith. Bring it up, up here. Let me see if you got enough faith to keep me from knocking your head off. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. We'll see who's got the most faith here. <laughs> Woo! Come on now. Hey, that's the way we got to do the devil sometime. You got to look at him eyeball to eyeball. You got to face the circumstance. You got to face the battle. Hey, God didn't buy us, amen, to make us soldiers. Hallelujah. Not to put us to the battle, never put us to the test. But, amen, he endued us with the power, amen, to be soldiers for the kingdom of God. That's the reason we go into the enemy's camp and take back what belongs to God. Watch this. It doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. And what God ought to have, we ought to be getting it. Come to seek and save that which was lost. Now that I've been found. And now that I've been introduced to the light. Now that I've tasted the light. I've got a responsibility, amen, hallelujah, to do my best to try to persuade and win others over to the light of Jesus Christ. The full gospel and the power and the experience of it. So here he is. Now watch this. If you go back to the beginning of this verse, this chapter, it's a very, uh, very kind of, uh, anyway. You know the story. It's about the adulterous lady. It's caught in the very act. The Pharisees and some of the priests, amen, had brought them. And I mean, I mean, Jesus there in the, the synagogue, he was the temple, he was teaching. They brought her right in the midst of them and began to question him, amen, because they wanted to accuse him. And so they tried their best when they brought out the law of Moses to stone her. Hallelujah. But Jesus, you know what? He just kind of stooped down and began to write on the ground. And in a minute, amen, hallelujah, after they kept pushing him and pulling at him, amen. So then he in the seventh verse lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Amen. And sure enough, from the eldest unto the least, through their own conscience, began to convict them. And they began to drop them on rocks and stones, amen, and begin to leave. Finally, it comes to the place, hallelujah, because Jesus had done, done stoop back down, writing again. There's been all different kinds. I don't know what he wrote. I wasn't there, but and God hadn't shown me, so I don't know what he wrote. Hallelujah. I'm sure he wrote something good, though. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, I'm sure he wrote something good. Hallelujah. There's something about the Word of God. It ought to convict our hearts. You know what? We're in trouble whenever we, we let our own hearts override the conviction power of the Word of God. I said, we're in trouble when we start raising up a generation, amen, that think they can rearrange and change the word of God. And it loses power to convict our hearts and convict our way of living. And we're not willing to change, especially when we've been associated and around about the house of God all of our lives. But then all of a sudden, amen, the true, the pure word of God loses its effect upon us to change us and put a desire in us to be changed. Hey, I'm glad the word of God still has a power like a quickened sword, amen, to prick me and cut me. Hallelujah, amen. 
that I'm willing to turn. That I'm willing, amen, to repent. I'm glad that some in this house is willing to do the same thing. You tell me all the time, boy, you're stepping on my toes. You're doing it. Hey, I don't have nobody picked out. I promise you. Hallelujah. God's word's God's word. But I'm telling you, I want to be in the place where I can see it be smoked in my own conscience. I don't my conscience become so callous that it can't be moved. I don't become so self-righteous, amen, or so stuck in my ways that my conscience cannot convict me of things that's unpleasing to God. But you know what? Because that's what starts dimming the light. Well, I wish I had me a big old dimmer in here right now. We just dim these lights down. Because that's exactly what the world's wanting to do. It's what the devil wants to do. He wants the church to lose its influence. He wants the church, amen, to lose its ability. Amen. To shine in a dark place. To shine in a hopeless situation. I believe everybody in this place has taken on. Amen. Montana. In your own little time of personal prayer. And you know what? If we'll do that. We're going to see a miracle take place in that girl's life. That was your baby. You may act a little different. That was your 27-year-old that you knew that you was going to start being responsible for. It's a different ball game, isn't it? That was my little Annalyn or my little Emma. Amen. I just wonder just how many sleepless nights I'd really spend. I wonder just how often I'd be willing to push the plate back. Hallelujah. But let me ask you something for the kingdom's sake. For the name of Jesus Christ. For a testimony in our community. In representation of God Almighty. Hallelujah. Why don't we shove some of that in there? Say, you know what? For the name's sake. For the gospel's sake. For the glory of a heavenly father. A God that's got the power and the will. Amen. To heal and bless and pull that vessel out of that miry clay. Hallelujah. Now may not only heal her body, but to heal her soul and heal her mind and make her a testimony and an overcomer. That might be the very vessel 10 years from now that gets your granddaughter out of mess. That might be the testimony 10 years from now that keeps your baby from going down the same path. Hey, you better hear me in this house tonight. God's on the move. And God's in the business of redeeming and saving and setting free. We're going to let that light shine. The chance I get, I'm going to try to pump some light in. Uh, I'm going to do my best. Hallelujah. I'm not going to come depressed or down and out. No, sir, not even the world we're living in. Because we got it. I'm not the light. He's the light. Amen. But now we're the light. Through him. By him. And for him. And sure enough, as this unfolds, the little lady caught the very act. Didn't really get to say a whole lot. I think she said three words. After those that had condemned her, Jesus questions. He just stands back up. He says, where's thy condemners? He says, no man condemns. No man, Lord. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. The next verse. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying. Turns his attention back to those he had just been speaking to in the temple. 
Those that watched all this episode and unfold in what had just taken place. Hallelujah. He turns to them and he tells them, I am the light of the world. He that fathereth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Hallelujah. This is the heartbeat of life. This is the hope of life. This is above money. This is above, amen, any position, any other place, amen, that this world's got to offer. Any pleasures. Hallelujah. I'm telling you the light of life is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The light to live. The light to overcome darkness. The light to come out of every valley and go through every mountain uh, territory that we may have to become encounter with. This light, amen. Hallelujah. can always speak to us even when we crawl up in them old caves of feeling sorry for ourselves. Amen. And all these other things, I'm telling you, he'll send the light to us. Hallelujah. Pull us out of that darkness and pull us out of that despair. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful, amen, to be serving a God here tonight that knows how to put light on us. And I'm not ashamed of the light. I don't believe you're ashamed to the light. We ought to be running to the light. We ought to be coming to the light. You don't put lighthouses, amen, up, to, amen, to cause ship to wreck. You put lighthouses up, amen, to keep them from wrecking and keeping them from bashing in, amen, and costing lives and causing destruction. Hallelujah. God's put a lighthouse in this community. God's put lighthouses and candles, and He's the one that's lit our candle. We got lit it, He's lit it. Watch the next verse. Isaiah 50, 10 and 11. I didn't read the 10th verse. It talks about he that relies, that waits on the Lord, even when he's walking in darkness. Hallelujah. Just rely on the Lord to give you light, to give you instructions, to help you get out of it. He'll do it, won't he, Brother Brandon? He'll do it, won't he? Uh, hallelujah. He knows what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Now, you watch the next verse, though. The 11th verse, behold, all ye that kindle a fire, that compass yourself about with sparks, walk in the light of your fire. You kindled it. You built it. You're creating the sparks. You walk in your own light. Watch what he's telling us here. And the sparks that he have kindled, this shall he have of mine hand. He shall lie down in sorrow. Because you walked in your own light. And you walked into your own understanding. And you walked in the way you thought it ought to be and the way you often thinks it ought to be. But I'm going to tell you something. If you're going to pray and ask me to pray about something, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray about it. But I'm not going to pray your will. I'm going to pray God's will. I'm going to pray the word of God's will. Hallelujah. And sometimes that may go contrary to what you're really asking and what you really desire. But that's exactly what a man of God ought to be doing. In fact, that's what I'm getting paid to do. Hallelujah. Is to pray the will of God in your life. Pray the heart of God in your life. Because you know what? Why? Because, amen, because this light's got to keep burning. And if we let the light go out, Israel knows what it is, amen, to allow evil sons to get a hold of their, their leadership and don't care nothing about the temple and don't care nothing about.
about keeping the light burning. All they cared about is their own back pockets. And all they cared about was satisfying their own pleasure. Hallelujah. In an ungodly way. Hallelujah. So God had to move upon a Samuel and move upon a little Hannah and bring a little Samuel, amen, that was willing to bring, dedicate him as a young lad to the temple work and to the, the hand of God. And so God could speak to this little young lad when the lights was going out, when the fire was going out. He began to speak to him. Hallelujah. That he's going to get somebody, amen, that could kindle back the fire, not his own fire, not his own personal sparks. It's not about me, sweetheart. I'm going to be dead and gone, but Jesus is alive and well. And he'll be here and well, amen, when I'm dead and gone, and the next one and the next one. So what I'm trying to tell you, we need what? You preached it Sunday night. Holy Ghost and fire, not strange fire. We need Holy Ghost and God's fire. God's anointing. God's blessing. God's favor. God's approval. We need that. And if we want to overcome darkness, then we got to walk in the true light. We got to be responsible enough. Amen. And hungry and thirsty enough. God, help me walk in this true light. Let me be a reflection in this world that's going chaotic. It's going loony. It's putting a lot of more trust in their own abilities and not in God. Do you believe that God could send angels to protect us? How often do we pray that? We'll challenge some of us. Next time you get in a conflict, call on God to send some angels. We're going to handle this in different, God. We're going to walk in your light. We're going to show this devil that you're the God of my life. And that you'll fight my battles. I don't have to have vengeance. I don't have to be the one that, that whatever and however it may unfold. Even down to the last words. I'm talking about a dark world we're living in. They need somebody that's got some light. Some true light. <laughs> that can transform and change us. He could have easily fell right in with the rest. The only man that was in the room that could have condemned her. Neither do I condemn you. Now watch this. Go and sin no more. I'm going to give you another opportunity. Amen. I'm not going to condemn you. Take you out. I'm going to give you another opportunity. I'm not going to slay you. I'm going to give you an opportunity to overcome that and do better. I just can't help but believe that somewhere along the lines, I know the word of God really didn't give us names a lot of times of these characters. But I believe somewhere in that 120, somewhere among those 500, somewhere among the crowd there, just like Jesus' mother, there's some of these that's among them. Amen. Some that blinded eyes were opened and they was tested. Amen. And tried. And even when the parents said, hey, he's of age. <laughs> he's of age. One of the biggest issues over our presidential election this year is abortion. From what I understand... America's still killing them by the millions. 
fixing to drop something in your lap. I sometimes struggle just the outcome of all of some of that. I'm going to make a statement. You ain't going to like it, but I'm going to make it. If the parents said that he's the age of accountability, who's, if he was not, then who would have to give an account for him? We're living in a world today, if, if your children do certain things and they haven't reached an age, they pull in the parents, don't they? And they hold them accountable. I wonder how God looks at that. And I just wonder why God, or why Paul wrote, that when one parent makes his way to truth, you hear the statement that now your children became holy. It's in there. And it's not as easy to dance around that thing as you think. Come on, preacher, don't put that pressure on us as parents. I'm telling you, we have a responsibility in bringing our children to the house of God. And raising them in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. And I know, I know, I know what Brother Bankston said. If he doesn't believe that those little children wind up lost, but who's who's going to be held accountable? If if man holds parents accountable. I've dug something up here, haven't I? You know, I've got something that, you know why? Because we don't want to bear that responsibility. Because we get so much comfort out of a man that they'll all make it, they'll all make it, they'll all make it, they'll all make it. And I some here, you, you're going to argue with me, and I'll probably hear something about some of this. And I didn't say they wouldn't. But I gave you enough scripture here to make you think about it. He's a, he's a count. He's of age. So apparently there was an age that he wouldn't have been. They would have been. Watch this. We got the scriptures also that puts the pressure on the kids that when they get to the age of accountability, it falls on them. There's no right and wrong. So who's uh, kills an account for them until that time comes? Now you see why these little babies need the Holy Ghost? Before they get too advanced in life. And I bear the responsibility to do everything within my power to see them get it. And receive it. If I don't, then I'm going to be held accountable. Because we represent the light. The only true light. That shines. The only true light in the world. It's Jesus Christ. He's the only door. He's the only way. Well, I didn't mean to put the skids on this tonight. I sure wasn't planning on saying none of that. Been very hesitant about ever saying that too much. I've mentioned it just a few times. One time at a Bible study. Time or two around my wife. She wants to grab me around my neck when I talk about it. Because <laughs> it's hard. 
It's really hard to believe those little babies. And I'm going to tell you, that mother instinct comes out quick. <laughs> that little hen instinct comes out. Oh, no. And I hope we're right. I hope we're right. And there's one place we can go that we have a little hope. And that's with David. That's with David. He talks about the son. You know the story. I don't go into detail of it. But he said, hey, I can't bring him back, but I can go and be with him. I hope he meant not just in the grave. I hope he meant on the other side victorious. Boy, responsibility. You see, church, and we have a good time. We had a good time tonight. I love this. We have a good time. Well, I love it. I love dancing, worshiping God. You know, I love it, man. Hey, it's, it's, but there's a responsibility that comes with it, too. I mean, he likes to walk in the light. You ever been in a dark place? Tony, I asked where he's working. He's working in Kansas and working in a coal mill, one of the only coal mills, I think, still around. And uh, we was talking a little bit. He said, hey, he said they go down four miles in that coal to get that coal. He said, you know, it's got to be, you know, fun. It's good to just go down and see it. I said, I'd give me a good flashlight. <laughs> four miles. You talking about dark? I wouldn't just depend on me. I might have one in my pocket. <laughs> Find your way back out. Four miles of darkness. No light. Anybody ever been underground? Anybody ever been in a cave and they cut them lights off and you can't even see? It's so dark. I tell you, don't move now. We can turn the lights. Don't move. Don't move. <laughs> we need his light, church. We need his light shining upon us, but not just upon us, through us. This community and the world that we're living in right now needs some true light. You hear me? It needs some true light to flow through us. Sister boy, y'all come. I'm about through. He is the light. And he says, you're going to be. You're going to be like a city sitting upon a hill that cannot hide its light. You can't hide this light. You can't hide the blessings of God and the favor of God. You can't hide the true joys of the Lord and companionship and fellowship with God. Hey, it shows up. It don't take long. Just get to talk a little bit. Man, the subject of God comes up. It just, just blows out. Because that's who we are. That's what we are. It's vessels of light. Vessels of hope. Because we're living in a world today that's full of chaos, it's full of trouble. You got churches that are closing down until the first of the year. Maybe won't open back up to then. Got some churches that have been closed since March. There's, their congregations are scattered, don't even know where they're at, don't even. I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you just being faithful and just coming on to the house of God. And you know what? God's going to help us. Because he's the day star. He's the way maker. He is the true light. And tonight, I want that light to shine. I could went on to some more scriptures. It talks about running to the light. Those that don't 
love light. They don't want to come running to the light. Because when light, what does light do? You know why I went and turned that light on when I thought that was a, a big spider? Because I, I, I felt, I'm pretty sure, but you know it's dark. With just the flip of a switch. And now, from where I'm at, that's a spider. That's a big old spider. I, I was, I was, come out the door, I was this close looking. But it's funny, I got some light on it. I stand way over here and say, when you start letting the true light start bringing revelation, you'll start seeing things in the Word of God. You'll see things that God desires and wants that you can't see at any other time. But when that light begins to illuminate and begins to open, reveal unto you, saying, hey, hey, look at him. What, what, what's this? Light manifests. It reveals. It, it reveals truly what's inside of us. Thank God for that. You ever been somewhere and you're thinking, well, I don't know. And you start turning on lights. You know, I tell you this all the time. That's the reason restaurants, you don't see. And they don't put a whole bunch of lights in there. They don't want it lit up like it's lit up here tonight. I mean, if that cockroach runs through there, they don't want you to see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> that hair has to fall in that plate. <laughs> they open you get around it by it without seeing it. Tell the truth, ain't it? But if there's any word that we need true light. And everything that needs to be revealed needs to be revealed. Because I'm going to tell you what. You listen to the one that was the light of the world. He said there's coming a day. He said it's going to be shouted from the housetops. The secrets that's in the hearts. Sins, the secrets. Unbeknowing. He said, man, they're going to get on the housetops. They're going to be shouting. Your sins shall find you out. God, put the light on us. Our chances are a whole lot better if you put the light on us here and let us deal with it and work with it. By His Word, by His grace and mercy, by His compassion, Him touching us over and over, we can overcome it. But if we wait until the end, it's going to be a day too late. A service too late. For God to let the light shine on it. And to work on it. Light's a funny thing. I never knew this. I'm not sure where they exactly, where they got it. But I remember me and my wife went to, went to the ark. And I, I wish some of you could go. Some of you could remember some of this a lot better than I can. And, but there were some, there were some deals Windows on the side of the ark, all the way down, that was designed to let the light in. And that year, over that they was on that ark, they actually planted gardens inside that ark. And they used, it was like shades that they could move and adjust that would bring the light and shine down upon that garden. Another area, it was an opening in the, in the middle of that ark. And it went all the way from the, from, the, from the waters, all the way up through to the top. And as that, that ark would go up and down, it would cause air to come up and come through that ark. You've been and cleaned. 
fresh air. It amazes me. I was shocked. Because I've often thought about it. I've even preached it, man. I can just imagine Noah's boys are in there shoveling that stuff. But it's a lot better out there. After going and seeing this and how it was designed and set up, I was amazed of just how clean and fresh it really was. God wants to do the same thing. Watch this. He wants to be your light. He's likened to as the wind. What's one of the biggest battles we have in, even now? It's becoming even more concerned. The air that we breathe. The oxygen that we take in. Spiritually speaking, there's a many that has assembled. But I'm telling you, they're breathing in oxygen that's contaminated, polluted. It's going to bring destruction into those vessels. God, let the true light breathe on us. Breathe on us, Jesus. Let it be your, your, your breath. It's pure. It's upright. It's, it brings life. It brings refreshing to our lives. It will make us whole. It will make us complete. It will make us shake ourselves and stir ourselves and Excited about where we're at and who we're doing, what's taking place. Folks, we got an opportunity as we stand in this house tonight. We have the greatest opportunity that's ever been given to mankind, and that's to be a, a representation of Jesus Christ and of the true light. Being his epistle, his ambassadors, vessels of God, what about it tonight? Huh. Have you allowed the true light to shine in? you allow it to penetrate that darkness it's, I'm telling you there's a darkness and can get a hold of us there's some secret places and some things in our lives that, that can get a hold of us such a darkness amen that, that can, can wrap itself around our hearts and our emotions and who and what we are it can hold us hostage it can hold us in a prison that we can never be what we would really like to be I'm preaching to you tonight let the light in let the light penetrate. Let it find that place, man, into the depths of our soul and our spirit, who we are and what we desire to be. I want to be a vessel for God. How about it? You know what thing that rings out in my mind often? Brother McCain's been gone a while now. He'd say this. He said, I want you to be God's man. Not man's man. I want you to be God's man. Hear the voice of God. Obey Him at whatever cost. Represent Him in fullness of truth and love and compassion and mercy. Be God's man. I can't do that walk in the darkness I won't be able to do that and walk in carnality and neither will you you've got to walk in this light this beautiful light called Jesus Christ why don't you just come why don't, why don't we just come as a church hey we want to be that city right as a church as a whole everybody claims the Holy Ghost and part of this church I want you to come nobody's excused except the elders our elders can be 
And if you're physically able, if you're not, that's understandable. You're asleep. You're excused. <laughs> Don't. I met the little ones. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> We're in this together. I want everybody in this place to go to heaven. How about you? But you know, I want to go step up. I want everybody in this house to be the light that God wants you to be. We ain't create our own light. We ain't create our own sparks. No. They're God's light. It's God's spark. It's God's, it's God's business. That's who I want to represent. This almighty God called Jesus Christ. As they sing, let's just love God a minute. Just, just, just give ourselves to him. And say, make us the light of the world. Make us that seed on the hill. Make me the light in my family. Make me the light in my community. Make me the light that I need to be in this conflict or this situation or that. Make me God. Mold me. Shake me. Lead me in the path. For your word is a light. Amen. Your word is a lamp to my path, to my way. It's your word, God. It's your word. Let it be. God bless you. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be Listen to it. This world's in darkness. They need somebody with some light. Let it shine on someone's light. You are the light of the world. Let's sing that again. You are the light of the world. A city of
and glorify who lives in me. For we are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. I say, all I hear cannot be Light a candle in the night Let it shine on someone's life You are the light of the world You are, you are, you are, you are the light of the world The city only you cannot be Light a candle in the night, let it shine on someone's life, light of the world. All we have, the truth, and we know his name. We're the salt of the earth. We're that burning flame. So that everyone, they're gonna know that there is safety for their soul. For you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Cannot be hidden. Light a candle in the night. Let it shine on someone's life. You are the light of the world. You are, you are, you are, you are. God bless you tonight. Thank you. You may be seated. Let's forget about the fundraiser for the knives. Uh, actually, the date, if you looked at one of these, was the Friday, the October the 30th, but she said November the 1st. I think, is that right? I think it's going to be a first Sunday. Amen. We can just collect it then. She's got all the catalogs. Anybody that wants to order or sell, help sell some of these knives, just a little fundraiser for the church. Uh, a lot of times this goes over big, amen, right before Christmas. That way they'll be in in plenty enough time for Christmas. For anybody that wants to look at it, buy some or sell some, okay? All right. Birthdays. Birthdays.
No birthdays. Okay. Anyone else? Yolanda, all right. Anyone else? Okay, let's sing. them a good hand tonight. Lord bless them. Anniversaries. Anniversaries. That's right. All right. If not, love you. Appreciate you. I just let you be dismissed. You can stay seated, stand up, run out, whatever you feel to do. God bless you.